Welcome back to the Protectors. I am joined by Pat Fitzgibbons today. I am very excited. Uh, we've been collaborating for a long time now. Pat's been on a show before, a long, long time ago, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Jason, thank you for uh, having me on your show, brother. It's an honor, and uh, you're doing great work. I love the show. Thanks, brother. Uh, first, we're going to give a shout out to OSD, Outperform, Serve, and Develop. I am on a big light on them. They are really big proponents of the veteran. LEO and emergency responder community. Yeah, so love it. check out OSD. So Pat, here we are podcast. Yeah, man. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think the last time I interviewed you was like probably like before, before like eighth or ninth episode. And I was really big into the interview and interrogation type podcast, <laughs> but now I'm kind of, you know, I got my legs. So let's talk about you. You have a really good, great podcast, 300 plus episodes in what? 350. Yeah, getting getting close to it. And uh, that's only possible, man. You came on my show. Um, and that's, you know, really, really possible. I'm really blessed for one. I mean, I people keep coming on my show and I'm, I'm surprised nobody's saying no, but they keep coming on. And <laughs> I just have a great guest, man. And, and I'm blessed and uh, humbled. So it's, it's great. Yeah. CJ Evolution is the show. And I started about three and a half years ago. Three and a half years, 350 episodes. That's a lot of work, man. And you got the full time gig going on and you're out there speaking, teaching, writing. Well, I retired from law enforcement. Well, uh, you're still working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still working. You know, it's funny, you know, Jason, you know, I, you know, people, I still have a lot of good friends in, in law enforcement and um, they, they say, man, you're always like doing something. I, I think in some ways I'm kind of busier now than I was when I was on the job. It's just crazy, but it's good. It's a good problem to have. It's a good busy. And, but, yeah. you know, I think once we get to this certain point of our career, because I hit my 20. And I'm looking to the future and I'm like, you know, I want to do something I enjoy. One of it's mm -hmm. podcasting, one of it's writing and uh, yeah, yeah. other things. And yeah. you're kind of the same way. So, you know, let's talk about it. Why podcasting? Why did you start this three years ago? That's a great question. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a, um, and I love podcasting as you probably do and love listening to them. Uh, but you know, I've been listening to shows for, for years, you know, about five, six years and, um, you know, started out with listening to like Tony Robbins and, uh, you know, Gary V and stuff like that. And, uh, I just got to a point, you know, Jason, where I was like, you know, I can, I'm going to try this, man. I don't know if I don't succeed and I'll be good at it, but, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there and try. And cause my, my premise with my show is like yours. I mean, you want to give back and educate and kind of, you know, still, uh, help the, the first responder and military community. And that was the premise behind the show. It still is. Uh, so I threw my hat in the ring and it's been a ride, man. It's, it's ups and downs just like anything else. But, uh, like I said, I, I wanted to continue to give back, you know, to the profession that was very good to me over the years. And, uh, like I said, I'm blessed and have just amazing guests coming on all the time. Well, that's the thing about, you know, we were talking about it before about, you know, being an LEO and, you know, being in that law enforcement realm, you kind of have this weird aspect when it comes to interviewing people and, and it's different. I mean, you you know, it's almost like you're building the whole rapport turns into a podcast. So yeah. you're going from like the, you know, the five, 10 minutes of, you know, tell me about you and building a relationship with someone 
in order to exploit them, you know, to get a confession or whatever. But now it's different because now it's like you're building a relationship with someone for 25, 30, 40 minutes. And it's just a cool experience, man. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted my show, Jason, to, to be kind of a little different where, you know, I do talk about um, like you do. I mean, you, you talk about some somber topics. That's just the name of the yeah. the, the job. I mean, that's just how it is. But, uh, you know, the premise behind my show, too, is, uh, you know, I think cops and Leo see enough crap out there and, and I want them to be uplifted and motivated and inspired uh, by the people I have on the on the show. Um, and, and, and I'm, you know, I think I'm doing well with it. I mean, uh, like I said, I, I want people, cops to be inspired and motivated. And, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky that we can do that. Yeah. And that's one thing about you too, is I've been following you for a while, not just on the podcast, but social media. And, you know, we collaborate here and there. It's the leadership aspects that you get from a lifelong career in public service, whether that's military, police, emergency responders, you're always giving back. Yeah. And you kind of want to give back that knowledge to other people and share it. Yeah. And I've been blessed, man. Like I said, I mean, from a very young career, I mean, I had a couple bad, you know, leaders, you know, that were above me, but for the most part, I was blessed to have, you know, just good people surrounding me. Cause I think that's a lot of it, Jason, is who you're, you know, who you surround yourself with. And from a very young uh, age and or young time in my law enforcement career, I sought out, uh, and I learned this in the military, I sought out the people who were going to lift me up, not bring me down. So I think that's, and that, you know, I'm talking about FTOs and, you know, field, yeah. or um, I'm talking about uh, field training officers and things like that, that were very inspirational and motivational to me. So for all the Leos out there, you just got to surround yourself with, with the right crew. And uh, sometimes it's hard in law enforcement because we all have those negative people that are in the job and kind of bitter and cynical, uh, but you really got to, you know, I've been blessed, like I said, and that's that's uh, why I have such a passion, even though I'm out of law enforcement, to continue to give back because I had so many people help me along the way. You can't do it by yourself. Now, and you keep a foothold in it and, you know, through yep. your instruction and through your teaching. So as long as you, you have like, you know, I had I had a really good guest on Brian Shea last night and we were mm -hmm. talking about um, having that connection. You know, even once you get out, and I, I plan on doing the same thing when I get out, is yep. keeping a connection to the field. How do you do that? Well, you know, I like I said, I'm blessed to still have those connections, and I still keep in touch with, uh, you know, a lot of my brothers and sisters that are still serving. And, you know, I've always taught. I've been teaching uh, at the college level uh, criminal justice for about 10 years, or actually a little over 10 years now. And so I'm blessed to still have that going on, and that keeps me in touch you know, with the, with the trends and law enforcement. And I also teach in the academies and instruct uh, here in some of the academies here in Colorado. So that keeps me connected because I, I just love giving out, getting out there. You know, it's one thing, you know, doing shows, which I love to do and podcasts mm -hmm. like we're doing right now, but it's another thing getting in front physically in front of, you know, the next generation of brave men and women who are going to protect us. And, you know, like I said, I've been blessed and, you know, to have that ability and that's what keeps me connected and kind of in tune to, to what's going on and, you know, keeps me educated, keeps me on top of my game. Uh, but it's, uh, like I said, it's been a great ride and, and uh, I enjoy it. Let's talk about that career. Let's step back to 18 year old Patrick Fitzgibbons <laughs> and you're like, Hey, you know what? Uh, I kind of want to be a cop someday maybe, or law enforcement. How did that how did you get to where you're at? Well, and I don't have any dramatic story. <laughs> I mean, I wish I did, you know, it sound better, but you know, I was 18. I didn't go to school right away. I mean, I graduated high school and I was kind of lost, you know, and, and didn't know what I was going to do. And I uh, was working at a grocery store uh, for about a year. And I had a friend, a really good friend that I grew up with uh, that worked, uh, was able to get a job on a cruise ship. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
and uh, so uh, a smaller cruise ship, not a big, huge one. But anyway, he kind of with the right, you know, he had some connections. So I, I went and worked on cruise ships for about a year and a half. Didn't go to school right away. And then when I got off of the boats or the ships, came back to Colorado. Uh, I was about uh, 20. Um, and uh, I had a girlfriend at the time and again, lost, didn't know what I was going to do. didn't want to go to school right away. I come from a military background. My dad was a, a career military officer, uh, in the army. And then he went to the air force later on in his career, but I decided, you know what? My dad had been hounding me for years to go into the military. So I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and, and, uh, join the army and, uh, enlisted in the paratroopers, 82nd airborne. So I was down at Fort Bragg and I'm still hunting for my recruiter because uh, hold on, Patrick, uh, you said your dad went from the army me to the air force yeah. and uh well, <laughs> the air force has the best chow holes best everything <laughs> no, they do. Hey, you know I, what uh screw what my dad said i'm gonna i'm gonna become a paratrooper <laughs> yeah i mean i kind of you know i wanted to you know you know how it is well with some kids yeah. i was one of those kids where my dad was like you know go in the air force they're gonna treat me better i was like well screw that i'm gonna go in the army uh because he liked the army too he was a jag yeah. officer in uh, the army and then in the air force but uh so i went down to fort bragg uh, and had a great career, about four years uh, in the military. Came out, and uh, I wanted to continue serve. I have a, a lot of history of law enforcement in my family. I have uh, uncles and a great-great-grandfather who is a, a Chicago police officer. So um, I really became more and more interested uh, in continuing my service. Uh, I knew I didn't want to stay in the Army. It was too hard what I was doing for my wife and then small child at the time being in a rapid deployment unit. So uh, I decided to get out and uh, go after my dream of uh, becoming a police officer, and I was fortunate uh, to get into the field, did it for 23 years. I retired as an operational commander, or an operations commander, I'm sorry, uh, last year, and like I said, it's it's been a wild ride, man. You know law enforcement, it's the greatest show on earth, and uh, I was, I was uh, very honored and humbled to serve. That's awesome, brother. And you're in Colorado, which I love Colorado, man. Yeah, Colorado's a great state, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it, we're, you know, like I said, we got the mountains right here. We could ski, we can, you know, we're, we live just outside of Boulder, Colorado, which is, uh, you know, it's just beautiful country out here. I don't know if they still do it, but I was, uh, I was at Fort Carson back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And we used to have like battalion and brigade ski days. Oh, I, I don't know, but I mean, it doesn't it's surprise awesome, me because, uh, for those people who don't know, I mean, you know, Carson is right down, uh, well, not right down the road, but a couple hours yeah. away from where we're at in Colorado Springs. Beautiful country down there. And, uh, yeah, doesn't surprise me, man. Uh, I miss Colorado. Well, the 10th yeah. Mountain tenth Mountain Division, Jason, you probably know them, and they train in Colorado all the time. Yeah, I got a, a really good buddy, uh, Jeff Bond. So if you're yeah. listening, Jeff, you're getting deployed soon, <laughs> and I want to give a big shout-out to you. Sergeant Thank Major, we're in Iraq together, man. Really great Thank guy, you for your service. Thank you for your and service. he uh master jumper and all the other good yeah, stuff, yeah. man. CIB, yeah. everything. Really yeah. great guy. So Jeff, you're listening. Shout out from both of us, brother. Yeah, Keep thank safe. You for your service. Yeah. And that's the thing, man, is uh we have so many like just this the network of veterans and LEOs and mm -hmm. and you know, to get back to the podcasting world, it, it's just a really cool to be able to get stories out like yours and everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And look, we can give a shout out to someone that's gonna deploy and yeah. and we could talk about the cool experiences we had. We could talk about being an LEO. So it gets us into the next topic of like, you know, when you, you have 23 years plus your military, you're getting in front of the new troops, uh, the new cadets and everything, and you only have like 45 minutes to an hour. What are some of the cool stories? What are the, what are the lessons that you want to throw out there? Uh, well, I mean, one of the first, Oh, go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. 
No, one of the things I tell, you know, new, new cadets or new troops uh, is, you know, it's a, it's a team effort, man. There's no I in team. I mean, you look to you. I always tell them, look to your left, look to your right. These people are going to be with you. And we might be going to different departments, which is sometimes the case, you know, with, with, you know, agencies or uh, academies, you know, well, the way it works here in Colorado is you have a few big departments that uh, have their own in-house academy, but for the larger or for the smaller agencies, which make up most police departments, they send them off to academy. So you get a mixture of people who are sponsored from different agencies. But I tell, you know, uh, young officers or young cadets, you know, these, these are your brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, it's a team effort. You guys got to help each other, watch each other's back, man. It's, it's such a tough environment. It's always been a tough environment, Jason, you know that, but you know, and the other thing I tell them, I mean, I talk about a lot of things, but some of the core things I talk about is take care of yourself, man. You know, I mean, your mental health, your, your physical health. I mean, it is so important. I mean, I think we're, we're, I'm glad that we're talking about this more. I think there's a lot more work yep. to be done with uh, officer wellness, mental wellness, resiliency, things like that. Because um, we didn't talk about this when I was a young officer. I mean, it was like you get into a critical incident, and they're like, okay, go back on the street. Just because yep. we didn't have that education. We didn't have the the resources we we do now. So uh, those are the things I, I, I really kind of stress with you know, cadets. I mean, I don't sugarcoat it. I said, you know, this is not a tough job. I mean, it is a tough job. Don't believe what you see on TV or in the movies. Yeah. This is a very, very difficult job and that everybody can make it. Uh, but if you have the correct mindset, you take care of yourself, you surround yourself with, with good people, you're going to be successful. So um, like I said, I mean, there's so much more, you know, that goes in with that, but those are the kind of the key things that I focus on. Yeah. And that's one thing I tell people nowadays too, is when I talk, I'm like, we, it's a lot different than when we first started. There was no texting. There was no, now you, now you have a phone. So if I'm having a rough day, there's always someone you could ping. You know, you can look on social media. Who's live right now? I want to talk yeah. to you, you know? I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is use that network you have. Use that brotherhood. Use that sisterhood. Don't internalize it. You're, nobody wants you to be macho because the macho eventually turns into, you know, um, I'm going to key off of Brian, Brian Shea last night. He said, it's like a plaque. It's like the plaque keeps building and it becomes a big cavity and then you just, you break down. Yeah. You can't that's that's a great analogy. And I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, it, it is not a sign for those people who are going to listen or are listening. It's not a sign of weakness to ask for help or ask no. questions or stuff like that. It's a sign of strength. But unfortunately, Jason, you know, there's still people out there. There's still some culture out there that that views that as a sign of weakness. And it isn't, man. I mean, I, I've talked to some of the biggest badasses on the planet, as you do, mm. and, and they 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 stress they can't stress that enough. You know, where you know if you if you need help, you got to ask for it. You can't do it alone, man. You can, you can never do it alone. You need and, it, you need help. And if you're in a leadership position and you're still under that macho uh, machismo, yeah. whether you're a boy, girl, or whatever, and you're not letting your subordinates seek help yeah. or be able to speak, then you need to get out. Exactly. You know? Yeah, is is a great great point, and that's a good thing about having a lot of uh, a lot of years on a job is because now you can actually speak about it. Yeah, you know, you like I said, lessons, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and that's the one thing I love because I'm constantly learning. You know, Jason, when I have, uh, yeah, I bring in my experience and, and yeah, you know, my years of experience. But every guest I have on a show, the people I connect with, you, other great people. I mean, I'm constantly learning. From people, and that's the one thing too. I might have some years on the job as you, but I'm always—I don't know everything, and I tell people that all the time. I don't know everything. I don't, I don't uh, you know, profess to know everything, you know. But I'm constantly learning, and that's what leaders do—is they constantly 
learn like you do me, you know, other people, you know, you got to constantly put yourself out there, constantly talk to people. And that's how the, that's where the growth happens. So, and that's what this is about. This is about writing books. This is about talking yeah. to people, sharing, learning, and you never stop learning. I'll be like no. 80 years old. And I'm still going to be picking up books. still watching YouTube <laughs> videos of Gary V and everybody else yeah. and Tony Robbins. Yeah. yeah um, I always tell people, you know, I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. If you were the smartest guy in the room, something's wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm serious. That's just my opinion. I know. I, mean, I, I don't want to be never the smartest, smartest guy, in guy in the room. Yeah, I, I, neither am I, but because I, that's how I grow. You know? <laughs> Let's talk about the book. Yeah, and that's one thing you were like, you know what? Um, and you know, I, I'm giving you a ton of credit because I came up with a a, a nonfiction novella, like a small book, after you did your book, because yeah. I was like, you know what? This is an absolutely great idea to get my message out there. Um, mine was migrant children trafficking and stuff like that. But yeah. yours is leadership. Let's yeah. talk about that and show you know, us I, the book. We're well, video I, now, brother. Yeah, my, there it is. Evolve. So there it is right now. If you can see, okay, it's an evolve. It's a micro book and, and I, yeah. you know, made it this small for a reason. So, you know, the reader could just, you know, read it. It's easily digestible. You can read it in one, you know, sitting. It's, it's not very long. It's about 75, 80 pages. And, it, you know, it just covers some of the, the main things that I have learned over the years uh, as a first responder and a law enforcement professional and evolve is an acronym. Uh, that I came up with. And, uh, you know, E is, you know, elevate your thinking. You know, mm -hmm. if, if you if you want to, uh, you know, uh, you know, great things, you got to, it all starts with mindset. You got, if you want big, you got to think big. Um, the V is visualization, as you know, how important that is, Jason. I mean, if you want good, great things, you got to visualize it, man. There's so mm -hmm. much science behind it. Don't believe me, go out and read nope. it. There's so much science behind the power of visualization. If you want that promotion, if you want to, you know, to, to move forward in your life and succeed, you got to visualize it. I mean, you got to put behind Absolutely. the action, but, but it starts with visualization. The O stands for others, you know, and that goes into surrounding yourself with the, the right people. I think Jim Rohn said, you know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And that is so key. Uh, that you surround yourself with the right crew. We talked about that. Uh, the L is love yourself. Look, if you don't love yourself, and, and I know some people might think that's a narcissistic thing to say. Yeah. Look, it's not. You got to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love other people? How are you going to, you know, take care of other people? You know, V is victorious. You are victorious. You know, everybody, you know, has strength and weaknesses. You are victorious for being here. And the E is uh, every day be your best. So there's a lot more in it, but that's the premise behind the book. And I wrote it for first responders and criminal justice professionals. And if somebody wants a copy, just reach out to me. I'll get one in the mail. Yeah, I like that nonfiction, uh, like a micro book, man. Yeah. And like I said, I, I stole it. I, I mine is a nonfiction novella just because it's like 80, because <laughs> it's six by nine or five yeah, yeah. by eight and yours is small. Yours is like a micro book, which is very cool. Yeah. I was talking to a publisher and she was like, you know, I mean, it's short, sweet to the point, just do a micro book. And I love it. And I'm glad I, I chose that route. And if anybody out there is expiring LEO, emergency responders, those that support them, uh, veteran, anything, write. Just write, 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 edit later. Yeah. And you can yeah. do these small books, man. Because yeah. I, I figure these small books, are, I don't even know, I might have one of mine around here somewhere, but who knows. They're like, um, uh, they're like one or two sittings, you know? Yeah. It's almost like social media nowadays. It's like... Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I wanted it to be short, sweet, to the point. It's it's mm -hmm. packed full of great uh, information that's going to help you uh, personally and professionally. And and really, Jason, I mean, it's it, it, this book is really for anybody. It's not just for criminal justice professionals. So if you're listening to this and you're not in the CJ field, you're not first responder, and you think, well, you know, I'm not going to get it. Look, it's plain language. It's very no, easy it's to understand, and it's applicable to everybody. 
it's leadership fundamentals go through yeah. every spectrum. You could be, and that's what I like about it nowadays is we're getting a lot of us out there talking and speaking and mm -hmm. it, you don't have to be in no. the alpha dominated field where you're carrying a weapon or you're responding to, yeah. you know, life and death. You know, sometimes every day leadership is just leadership fundamentals. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's just basic, man. But it's so, it's so needed because a lot of people I think need it. Yeah, and I was reaching for a book, but I did reach up with the protectors. <laughs> I want one of those. I'll send you one of these, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can never be without coffee, people. Exactly. So what I did yeah. was I just I just showed Pat one of the protectors' coffee mugs. I got some coffee right here, man. Yeah, and I got my uh, <laughs> I got all sorts of stuff here, man. This is, uh, one thing about being a professional podcaster like we are is I'm I'm sitting here watching my daughter and my dogs, and uh, it's it, that's the other aspect of of everything at the end of the day you have family you have friends you have things to get home to yeah. and if you're encapsulating if you're building up all that that pressure you, you have to save it for the good things in life man it's yeah. a job it's a, really a job yeah and the one thing you know and, and one thing about me jason is i you know I, I wasn't always you know balanced like i am now i mean it wasn't until probably midway through my career i was one of those guys you know i was divorced you know uh um, after 20 years of marriage to, to my first wife, she was working in parole. I was a, a street cop for, for many years and it, it took a toll, you know, it takes two, but it took a toll. And yeah. because I was always so engrossed in the job and, um, and again, that's not a dig on law enforcement. You have to be involved in the job, but it got to a point where I was just, you know, I was signing up for everything. Oh, every overtime gig. Yep. And you know, with kids, brother, I mean, the time flies. And before you know it, my kids are older, they're teenagers. Um, I have a great relationship with my kids, but I, I do regret some of the decisions I made, you know, in terms of, of the job, you know, and, and you know, just going in 120 percent, mm -hmm. you know, not sleeping, you know, you mean, can't burn off that adrenaline at the end of the night. No, man, you especially can, when you're working, you know, warrants and dope yeah. and everything else comes yeah. along, you know, you and, can't uh, burn it off, man. Yeah. And you don't get those years back, man. You know that with your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, once they're gone, they're gone. And it wasn't until I started, you know, really having a shift in my mindset, you know, I was lucky enough to, uh, to get married again, have a wonderful wife. Now my ex and I still get along great, uh, but have a wonderful wife now that really kind of helped me shift my mindset. And she was like, you know, you got to get people outside of law enforcement. You got to get friends outside of law enforcement. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, 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 because, and again, that's not a dig on the, no, no, it's not. but you, I, I think that it's, and that's one of the things I talked to too, with, with, uh, you know, people who are kind of struggling people I coach that have been, you know, in law enforcement for any period of time, get some friends outside of law enforcement, man. Everybody yeah. out there is not evil. They're not trying to kill you. They're not trying to stab you. Matter of fact, most people are probably good. You just got, we just deal with that certain percentage of people all the time and that's not the real world yeah but pat if you told me like you know even when i was in the military or five years into my career to get outside friends i wouldn't believe you i'd be like ah you know they don't have anything in common now i think you know three quarters of my friends are outside of the community yeah but it's so important and this is the one it thing is I look Absolutely. i'm not saying you gotta you gotta you know push aside your, your no your but what i'm saying is you your, need to have that yeah. earlier in your career don't exactly rule people out based on yeah. your own personal philosophies of what you think the job should be like yeah and that's so important man i mean that that really uh really like i said was the catalyst that really helped me pivot my mindset and kind of get me on the path to you know be more happier you know and uh you know more successful is because i had that open mind and you know you know i was really you know and then another thing too jason is you know i i just started being more grateful in my life you know i think everybody you know needs to be more grateful with, yeah, with what's going on with their lives. I mean, I, I don't think I start a morning. In fact, I don't start a morning brother where I'm not 
you know, before I even hit the floor, um, I'm, you know, going through my mind what I'm grateful for. First of all, I'm grateful for being alive. Uh, and that really has changed my life. You know, it really has because we have so, I don't care how crappy you think your life is. First of all, somebody has it worse than you. Second of all, mm -hmm. you're alive. So that's something to be grateful for. We all go through crap, but it's the mindset, you know, that's going to get you through or keep you there. And, you know, it's it's a warrior mindset, but yeah. there's different types of warrior. Warrior does not necessarily mean you're a violence action, no. violence action guy or, you know, I'm looking for the next war. Warrior means your brain is strong, can handle anything yeah. that's thrown at it. Yeah, exactly, man. And I couldn't set it better myself. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's important, you know, to, to have the, you know, the tactical skills and abilities. And that's that's very important in your officer safety and all that stuff. But I agree with you. I mean, you got to develop your mind and you got to become more resilient and you have to become, you know, more happy. And I'm not saying people aren't happy. I'm just saying I've talked to a lot of people that are just so miserable. Uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they, they're, they're, you know, SWAT guys and they're tactical experts, but, you know, they, they, they just, they're not happy, you know, and they're not grateful. And, you know, it's building that, you know, I mean, if, if you ask me, Jason, what I would rather have, you know, um, you know, that can do mindset, the resiliency yeah. mindset, I, rather than tactical skills. I mean, I can learn the tactical skills. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have that developed mindset and that constant growth mindset, that resiliency, because uh, that's what's really when the chips are down, that's what matters. I mean, I can learn the skills, you know, to shoot. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's just, just skills or perishable skills, but um, yeah, I think it's so important. That's the one thing I tell people is you, you just gotta, again, surround yourself with the right people. Cause I think that's a big key to it too. Yeah. And the toxic people in your life, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. And I try to do what they call 90, 10. So I try to yeah. keep 90% of my day positive. Yeah. Keep 10% of like, you know, just the, you know, the negativity, the talk, yeah, like and, smack. and then you save it. You don't necessarily use that 10%, but if you're focused on a 90 and think, Hey, you know what? If I want to be negative, I'll, I'll be the negative later. And you keep pushing it off. So I call it the 90, 10. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Like I'm Pareto, right. learning about all this leadership stuff. Pareto rule, you know, yeah. yeah, there you go. You know, infantry captain, I got to, well, brother, where can we find you? Well, um, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, Jason. No, CJEvolution.com is a website. You can find my podcast. You can find uh, my coaching. Uh, everything's right there. A free ebook. I forgot to mention, you know, if you want an ebook version of Evolve, uh, it's right there. Free ebook. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Cool, brother. And uh, I'm going to give a shout out now to Explosive Designs Apparel. They gave me this awesome hat. I love that hat. Um, it's very cool. I want one. Yeah. Uh, so they're from across the pond, uh, veterans from UK. I'm going to send them some. Uh, Got a lot of our stuff. brothers like, across the pond. Brothers I'm going to send you some stuff. So I want to give a shout out to them. And I also want to give a shout out to you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank um, you. I'd like to collaborate a lot more. And Anything uh, it doesn't necessarily have, you know, that's one thing about the protectors podcast, man. We could do this anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Whatever you need, brother. I'm here for you. I, I love your success and the trajectory you're on, man. You're doing great work. Getting there, brother. Same thing with you. I, you know, I appreciate everything you've done to help me out. All right, brother. Anytime.